0: the pete carroll show the first word from the seahawks head coach every monday
1: at nine thirty with brock and song brought to you by pizza
0: hut on seattle's sports station Good
1: morning coach hey what's up happy
0: new year um what a game yesterday especially defensively hard-nosed is that about as well i mean look anytime the other team doesn't score a touchdown that seems like a pretty big accomplishment but is that about as well as your defense has played this year
1: yeah, it was a really good, good game all the way across the board. Played a run well with the exception of a few plays that we fixed. Uh, rushed the passer well, had a bunch of hits on the QB, some sacks, and, and, and got the ball too. So it was a big day and, and uh, really a complete win. It was really really good to see that. Well, one of these things I
2: always love to ask you on a Monday is you have your impression after the game, you meet with the press after the game, and then you get to do what you love and coaches love and dig into the tape. Anything on the tape stand out maybe that didn't jump out in person to you?
1: Well, um, you know, I, yeah, I think uh, the play of our tight ends um, was something that jumped out. Our guys blocked really well. And, you you, know, you think about the nice catches that the guys made and, and you said, you know, going to the tight ends. That just kind of happened in the game plan. But uh, I was really fired up about uh, Colby's blocking and uh, and Noah Fant. And uh, they, they felt the responsibility a little bit without diss, and they, they really went after it. And they, they played a really good football game and helped us a bunch.
0: Uh, We'll come back to the offense here in a minute. Let let me start and kind of go through some of the defensive guys. And and you mentioned some of it. Daryl Taylor coming alive with a couple of sacks. It seems like he's had some up and down moments this year, Pete. But what is what is what's? you mentioned yesterday that you could you were starting to feel him coming. What does that mean?
1: Well, he's really zeroing in. He's he's uh, capturing his strengths. He's understanding who he is and how he plays, and what's what's good about his play. And he's and he's he's batting. His batting average is better. You know, he's he's taking more quality swings at, at, at his pass rushes. Got to get out of these analogies. Uh, that, that he, you know, he, and he's a speed rusher. He's really an effective speed guy. Has a great get off. Had a couple great takeoffs yesterday, and uh, that is where his game, you know, kind of begins. And so he's got to really feature that instead of maybe trying to do some other moves or some fancy stuff or trying to power rush too much. Um, he's just a really, really exceptional speed guy, and then everything comes off of that. And I think he's really settled into that. So in the last month. Uh, he's he's been pretty darn effective, you know, and, and uh, making a lot of stuff happen for us. So J- just help
0: him. me as a as somebody who wouldn't know this stuff. When a, when a when you have a speed guy like him, a speed rusher, where that's his best attribute, what sorts of things are you encouraging him to do?
1: Well, it's it's a one buy into that, and and don't you know don't engage with the tackle you know uh you know bef- before you've used your speed effect on him because you want to see if you can get off and beat him around the corner before he can block you and just like he does and he's done it a number of times this year and make that that offensive guy have to get out and have to go after you to stay with you then other things happen, and and when the guy you know guy oversets, he jumps too quick, he leans too much. Now you have a chance to counter and come back underneath and inside. So, that's that he just has to just keep you know the numbing repetition of speed, 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 and make them have to jump out to get him, and then take advantage when his chances come up.
2: Uh, Pete, uh, Salk has said a few times, Ted Washington, the largest human he's ever seen in a football uniform. Chester McLaughlin, the late Chester McLaughlin, for me, uh, I saw him after the game in Kansas City and his wife were, were wearing matching like tiger suits. I've never seen a human <laughs> as big as him. I'm not leaving uh, Willie McGinnis off this list. Though. Willie's very large. Al Woods, though, uh, strikes me as maybe the biggest Seahawk that you've ever had in the program.
1: Yeah, I would love to stand here and Big Red up in his heyday and see what the two guys would look like side by side because they both of them monsters. Uh, Al really is an imposing football player. He's an imposing character. He's a beautiful spirit. He's a great personality and and you know, really homespun. He's a country kid, you know, and on the farm the whole thing. You know, he's a big farmer, and family works with his dad and all that. He just has all these things about him that make him special. Uh, he's got huge hands. <laughs> if you ever shake hands with him, you get lost in it. Uh, his length, his size—I mean, all that. And now you were talking about Chester. Now he's not as—he's not as heavy as Chester was. Now, there's some guys that have been heavy. He's—you know—he hovers around the you know, 350 bills in there somewhere, but uh, it, which is enormous. But uh Chester might have been in the seventy fives, eighties, you know, he might have been up a little more than that. But uh so anyway, he's a huge guy, he's imposing and he makes big plays. It was a great play he had early in the game, you know, he tackled the guy and threw him down on the ground and, and you know, really overwhelmed him.
0: It's not as big as that guy you had in rookie minicamp this year. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember that guy's name, but that's <laughs>
2: That was Number 77, now. right? Or that was, whatever that was.
0: <laughs> that was. That was a big guy. Uh, the, on the complete opposite side of things, uh, the cornerbacks, it was pretty interesting watching Tariq on one side and then Sauce Gardner on the other. I mean, two potential defensive rookie of the year candidates. Um, I know they weren't matched up against each other, but it was pretty cool for us, I think, just getting to watch both of them play. What did you make of the of, of those two?
1: Well, that, that's a that was a really... Good matchup for everyone to see, and you couldn't help it. They just they just stand out so much. You know, they're so unique. Uh, they both um, ha- had good games. Uh, Sauce had a nice game, just a really consistent as he has been doing all year long. He's in right the right position a bunch, and so he's had a lot of wins because of that. Um, and I, I thought Tariq played a really good game, too. He did a lot of good things and had a lot of good aggressive coverage and, and almost had a ball, you know, and, and was just did some nice things, tackled a little bit better than he has. But I also thought that, that uh, D.J. Reed, who we know mm-hmm. well, and Michael Jackson had a good game. The, the, the All four corners played well. I think it was one of those games when they all knew they were kind of up against it, you know, and they just went for it in, in, in great fashion. But I, I think we are seeing, you know, the introduction to the league, the two great p- potential players. And it's going to be really fun to watch them over the years as they, they battle it out.
2: You love to say in the preseason, Pete, over the years when we met with you, you want to learn the learners, right? And through the offseason as well, OTAs get to know your guys. Uh, now that we're in the final week of the regular season, what have you learned about your secondary? So much use, so much inexperience. that has gained valuable time this season. What have you learned about that group?
1: Yeah, that it's a group with not only the, they, they are playing well, um, but they do have big-time potential and uh and, and we're competitive too in that we have you know the third and the fourth and, and, and different spots at the safeties and the corner spots that are all worth worthy of the competition too so it'll start all over again um i, I think michael was probably uh, the biggest surprise even more so than Tariq, even though Tariq, you know he, who would have thought thunk it, it would be like this but uh, michael had a great season for us up to this point and and uh um, you know, with the first time ever starting, he got his first pick, you know, yesterday and had a great play there, but he's done a really good job and, and, has held off, uh, Trey Brown, you know, and, and Trey's, you know, trying to get out there and Trey's a good player too. I'm uh, really anxious to see how that competition goes, you know, as you go, you know, down the road here. Um, but I, I, I think it's good to see that uh, Quandre has really, you know, come to life with his playmaking, uh, his picks, and, and all that, and he's done it again. Set another great, or set a great record uh, for consistency. Uh, he's a fantastic player for us. But he, I think, coming off his ankle, it took him a while to really feel comfortable, to really cut it loose and all, and uh, he, he's really rounded into great shape. And then, you know, Ryan Neal has played well. We're uh, uh, getting some good play. Yeah, from from Tabor and and uh, and Abram, uh, John, Jonathan's did, did a nice job yesterday. So it's a very competitive group, and then we bring Jamal back into it. It's gonna be it's gonna be a heck of a group of guys. And uh, that's not even to add anybody. If it just comes back the same, hmm. we're gonna be in a really, uh, really, I think a highly potential group, you know, to be really big time.
0: Any news on Jordan Brooks?
1: Yeah, he has he has an ACL injury hmm. and uh, it's legit and. I had an unfortunate kind of landing on the sidelines over there just kind of, as he was spinning, he, he just got his knee torqued, you know, and, and, and uh, didn't get hit on it as he was kind of rotating around the tackle and landed awkwardly. And, Unfortunately, he got hurt, and uh, that's a shame, man. What a great, great player and a great teammate. God, he was
2: flying on that
1: play too, Pete. Yeah, holy smokes.
2: So, what does that then do with Cody and Tanner, and, and does that move Cody in a different spot? How will, how will that be handled this week?
1: Yeah, Cody becomes the Mike. He's he's been the backup Mike the whole time, which isn't that big of a deal. He's a very good play caller, so he'll he'll handle those duties well. Uh, Tanner Muse played well yesterday, and then uh, Johnny Radigan and, and uh, Alexander. We're gonna want to see all these guys. Um, contribute to help us out so um, you know guys got to step up and that's what they'll do
0: move to the offensive side of it you mentioned the tight ends and I know you'll be most excited about their blocking but unfortunately I don't have any great sound uh, from Rabel of their blocking so you just have to deal with a a, a tight (laughs) end touchdown here
1: second down and nine empty backfield for Gino. four receivers across the board Gino has time he's going to throw in the back corner caught
2: touchdown Seahawks what a start Colby
0: Parkinson from 12 yards out runs a little bender into the back
2: corner and Gino lays it up perfectly. So only the big tight end at six seven can reach up and grab it. The Seahawks. What are we? Four plays
0: into the game have taken a six nothing lead. It was a hot start and a really nice game for your tight end group. Uh, you mentioned them playing without Will Disley. Was there an element of hey someone's going to have to step up and kind of fill his shoes?
1: I think they did take that responsibility on. I I, I don't know. I didn't ask them about that because I didn't hadn't seen the film, you know, but uh, they they played really hard and they physically uh, played uh, uh, their best game in terms of blocking, finishing plays. Uh, and I was just really impressed with those guys because Will has been a real steady force for you know some time now, and they've you know allowed him to be the best blocker, kind of the noted guy. Hey, they didn't they didn't go for that not yesterday. They were both battling, and, and you know Tyler got to help out a little bit, but it was really uh, Kobe and Noah. They had their both of them had their best game. So I, I think that that the, the commonality there is really that Will wasn't there, and they wanted to make sure and hold up their end of it. and They surely did.
2: I know you have your formula of number of runs plus completions through the years and decades. It's always been important to you. How about just 38 runs to 29
1: 38, passes? 38. I'm just talking 38 all day long today. <laughs> I'm, just, it's, I'm 38. That's it. You don't have to say anything to me, but 38, then I know, I know you know where you're coming from.
2: How did was, we get to 38.
1: Yeah, it was it was just a um, it was a commitment that went you know we we just haven't got it done enough and and so uh, we just it just happened and and uh, we went after it. it was a great start you know you get you get inspired by the start of the big play out right off the, the bat but the line of scrimmage moved really well the guys fit their blocks really well they took to the challenge this is a really good defense you know these guys are a good run defense and uh, we we really commanded all of it uh, And so. Um, yeah, that's, you, have, you that's, ever
2: instigate on the headsets like I do
1: every once in a while on the radio show,
2: I'm an instigator and I'll just <coughs> run, <coughs> run, do you ever just <coughs> run, Do you ever just kind of cough? No, I don't, no, I don't
1: cough like that, but, um, <laughs> run, you
2: know,
1: uh, run, uh, it, run. It, it, I, I do have input. Yeah. At times. And, and uh, sometimes I should, I should, you know, it's so that means that it's my responsibility ultimately anyway. And so uh, we, I've got to run the ball more. So there you go. 38, 38. Well, That's
0: it. 38 also took some pretty nice running as well. I mean, it wasn't just what the guys up front did. It, it felt like after some of the conversations in the last few weeks about Kenneth Walker and, and some of the balance of when to hit the hole hard and when to show more patience – you know, it seemed like he just had a much better sense of it
1: this week. No question, no question. From the second half of uh, Casey, you, no question, he really hit the line of scrimmage, and that's what made that stuff happen. You know, the blocks were were excellent. On the the opening play it was his perfect blocking, but he still had to see it uh, because it was an intricate cutback. And, and but he he because of the, his tempo, he he made it available, and and he had another couple of terrific runs too, and uh, he had, he had a great game.
2: Was DJ Dallas a high school QB,
1: Pete? Uh, he was he did play some QB
2: because he strikes me you know Salk and I were chatting about him earlier just third down his feel his presence he's a punt returner he doesn't have a prototypical punt return body or kick return body necessarily but he just seems to have such a feel and in, in instincts for those scenarios. Is that why he's kind of gained the trust of being in those positions?
1: Yeah, and I, I really appreciate your observation because you know I, I always think that too. Guys, guys that were the the quarterback, the guys that were the point guard, you know, guys that, that were maybe the pitcher in, in baseball, you know, or the shortstop. You know, those, those are the guys that have been in the middle of it all, and, and they they have to or they have the opportunity to, to generate a better awareness of what's going on. DJ totally gets it. He's a ball player. And uh, we could see that really early on. You know, he can catch really well. He can throw really well. He's got good feel. And regardless of that, that stature that he brings, you know, it, you know, he's 220-something or whatever, uh, he he just has a good sense and, and good decision-making abilities. And so um, I, I love him being in the middle of the, of the action, you know. So you, you picked up on
0: it. How did Tyler Lockett come out of yesterday?
1: Uh, he 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 got his leg kicked and, and uh, he got a contusion, lower leg contusion that that bothered him, kind of right in the area where he had hurt his leg before, and so uh, it just took him. He couldn't. It was really sore during the game, and so he tried to get through that and got back in the game a little bit. But uh, he, he he got banged, so um, he made it through the hand thing, uh, you know, famously. It was that's crazy. That's so crazy, you guys. A plate thirteen that. screws. You, you can't even. I think it was ten, huh? but you you can't even. Yeah, there's no words to describe his competitiveness and his will will to, to to be part of, you know, and he was amazing. That was great stuff.
2: I had a coach years ago, Pete, and I, I forget which game it was, but he, I think it was a bowl game, and he talked about, maybe it was early in the season, it wasn't a bowl game, it was early in the season, he talked about filming his sidelines. He said, yeah, we like to film our sidelines. I I like to go back and watch, you know, just what's going on on the sidelines and the activity and guys. And at first I was like, oh, that's kind of weird to me (laughs) that, you know, wouldn't you get that feel as a coach anyway? But after the fact, I'm like, no, that kind of makes sense. And, you know, if you had your sideline filmed yesterday when Mabry makes his touchdown catch, right, when Kay Johnson gets in the game, what does that represent speak to you the excitement level, and just that sideline that comes to life for guys that get their first opportunities.
1: Well, I, I loved the reaction that we got uh, on the touchdown and, and then in the locker room afterwards when, when, you know, we announced the, about, about Tyler's touchdown, um, the, the guys went crazy, and they they love the guy, you know. And I, there's no other way that that reaction that was as natural as it could have been. And, and uh, he's been here for a long time. He's always been a great kid and, and working hard and all that, never never has ever you know said anything about being you know sideways about his lack of playing time, whatever. He just keeps keeps battling, whatever it is that he, he's captured these guys, and that was a great illustration. I'm glad you picked it up, and uh, it was really a fun part of the game. Can we get
0: Derek Young a catch now?
1: he <laughs> yeah, we'll get him. So he's doing. He's doing a lot of
0: good I like football him stuff. A lot. Yeah. and I yeah, really want, he, like. He's just. He looks like an NFL wide receiver.
1: Uh, he looks great, and, and he, he's working hard. Uh, shoot, he got to talk to the special teams group on the night before the game uh, because of the, pre- the play that he's brought forth. Uh, Larry Izzo gave him a chance to speak out, you know, and, and he handled himself well. You know, a kid from Lenore Ryan, man, and he's, he's doing it. And uh, so he, he's going to have a real future. He's a real stud of a kid, really, really smart and really tough.
0: He can block a little bit too. Huh? Oh,
1: yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, he's playing fullback. You see, he's playing fullback yes. yesterday. and strong <laughs> Yeah, He's going to do more. He's going to do more. Hey. hey, before we get out of here, before I look is is uh, can you guys pull up the uh, the Quandre Diggs pick? I'd I like to do a good that. one there. Yes,
0: I'll, Maura will do that while we're talking. Okay. Let me ask Give you one more question, up. and she'll pull that uh, as well. This weekend, obviously, you guys take on the Rams. You need a little bit of help. You need Green Bay uh, to lose bit. to Detroit. Um, those games have to be played simultaneously, right? There's no way the NFL could allow Green Bay and Detroit to play after you, because if you win, Detroit has nothing to play for.
1: Uh, I don't. I don't have any idea. They have their. They have a formula, I would think, <laughs> to figure that out. I don't know what they're doing. Okay. But we're just going to go play the game. It's, it's, we, we, this last week was our first playoff game. This next week is 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 our next playoff game, and away we go. And so, uh, hopefully, we can keep marching and be prepared for the opportunity. All right, here you go. Here's Quandre from yesterday. Great.
2: Carter now in the backfield, next to White. Low snap. White gets it. Looks slide to his left side throws intercepted coming up the near side and
1: running out of bounds is digs in front of the seahawks bench you
0: teach the uh, hand in the air. Is that one of the things you guys teach?
1: No, but I'm pretty upset about that. And, uh, I, wanted, I wanted to let him know that. That's why I wanted you to call it up on the air. Uh, apparently, he he was watching some uh, uh, some Dion uh, this weekend or something. Going into the weekend, he saw Dion make a couple of returns like that. So mm. so uh, he, that was his first thought. I mean, I, we we give guys really a hard time for not taking care of the football, you know, and, and always being conscious of it and all that. And he's had some history of being a little bit loose with the ball. So we've been on him. For for years so when he did that one it was like he's <laughs> like in your face, Pete. You know, I mean? <laughs> and uh, I loved it, man. I thought it was great. Uh, you know, it wasn't. wasn't the, it wasn't. The, he's going to get. He's going to get shamed a little bit today from the fellas But still, it was an awesome play. It was just such a cool moment, and uh, he just captured it in nice golden it, it also, too.
0: what it tied him with his. I didn't realize that Quentin Jammer was his brother. Shame on yeah. me. I don't think I knew that until uh, until we looked it up today. But that's got to be a pretty cool moment, right? Tying, who's a, a great. player in his own right,
1: yeah. But and plus, what's the record? He, he did he set a record? Six or something years like
0: that? with three plus picks, I believe. Is that mm-hmm. his
1: record or his own? I don't.
0: I'm not sure. I, there might be somebody else who's done it. I'm they getting they from, I'm getting it from
1: Dave over here. That, that, that yeah, he's, he's the only guy. He's the only it. guy. Well, that's pretty amazing. That's amazing. And, and you know, he he knew it going in, and I think you know. I I know that situation, you know, you can push, you can press a little bit early on in the year. And he had a couple balls that he might have been able to grab, you know. And once he got going, he had the two in the game and and all that. I was just hoping he could pull that off because it's just a cool record to have. Nobody ever done that before. So congratulations to him.
2: Hey, uh, one last thing here, coach. You brought it up in the press conference yesterday. And I thank you for doing that and recognizing my good buddy that we lost um, Friday, Ian Dory Monson. And I know how much he cherished his time with you. And we talked about it a lot. We talked about it on the fishing boat. We talked about it a lot off the air. The appreciation and respect he had for you as a coach. Because at his heart, he was the number one radio host in this market for decades. But in his heart, he was a coach. He was a girls basketball coach and a state champion coach. And, man, he loved his time talking, coaching with you. So I appreciate you bringing him up in the presser yesterday and Thank you. I know it's, that meant a lot to his family and friends as well.
1: You know, we, he uh, we we did those Fridays, or whatever it was. We we get together, and, and al- almost every time he would ask a question that I thought was really worth answering. You know, and really a challenge to figure out when, you know when, the the right thought there. And, and uh, I, I was always really impressed with him. I don't know anything. I never listened to his show, unfortunately. I I've never listened to his show or heard him. You know, his his viewpoint or anything. But I know when when he was with me in, in, in there. Uh, we would talk ball coaching. We would relate it to his, his girls and, and the, the work that he did. And, but he always had insight and he always had a sense for it. And I, I really re- respected that. And, um, and, and I've always missed that we have. you know, we, we weren't still doing it. So, um, you know, unfortunately, best to his family.
0: Coach, uh, one more regular season game to go. How proud are you of this group?
1: I really am. I, I, I'm, I, they, they deserve so, they've been so right so much of the time as far as being on point and working hard and, and supporting one another and staying with the cause and all of that, that they just deserved it, the, the good stuff that comes along with it. And so we got to get another one here and see where that leaves us. But uh, uh, it's a championship out for us. You know what really what really gets you guys is that all the way through the season, this is a classic, any one of those games, mm-hmm. any one of those freaking games, you know, that get away from us uh, is the championship positioning game, you know, and, and uh, it just reminds us of how crucial it is to every time you go out. you got to give it everything, to, because you don't know when the game is going to, you know, be the, what game is going to be the one that decides the whole thing. Look where we are. It's all the way down to the nub, and, and there's five or six games in there you know they could have gone either way and and uh, it's unfortunate so anyway this this is uh, this our chance and we were fired up and the fans were great yesterday i listened to the tv copy some last night and to hear that crowd just screaming the whole time it's really it's really exciting and inspiring and let's go do it again Pretty cool.
0: Coach, thank you. We will uh, see you next week. Thanks for doing this on uh, on the holiday, and uh, take care. Congratulations.
1: All right. Happy New Year. All right. There you go. See there you. is
0: Pete Carroll, who, of course, joins us uh, every Monday following the game. Uh, we'll replay that tomorrow morning at 630 if you missed any of it, or, of course, you can always go to seattlesports.com. Uh, Brock, I know you're jumping off now. We're going to end this show, and uh, you're going to go across the hall here to uh, to Cairo News Radio. John Curley is in. They're going to host seven hours of tribute to Dory Monson today. And uh, you're going to be a big part of that, talking about your good friend.
2: Thank you, Michael. Appreciate you and the phone call yesterday when the news broke, um, when the public uh, got to know the – the heartbreaking news, and now we lift up Suzanne and his girls. We remember him in a way that um, is uncommon uh, as he was uh, for so many decades in that building and in our community. And I appreciate you and Maura and Justin and can't wait to get uh, back out it tomorrow with you.
0: Absolutely. All right, we will be in 6 a.m. tomorrow morning for the first fairly normal weekend forever. Seahawks heading into their final game of the season. Uh We will be uh, with you then. Till then, of course, the hay is in the barn bar. See everybody. guys at the job,